Hello and welcome to episode number 17 of the Mental Health Marriage, Winter and Mental Health. This is a podcast for the spouses and partners of those who are mentally ill. I'm your host and for the sake of my husband's anonymity, you can call me M. As the spouse of a man with bipolar 2, I will share my story, my struggles, and my insights with you and also share conversations with people like you whose stories need to be heard. I hope to build a community where we can all laugh and cry together at the paradox and irony that mental illness can be and help each other keep it together and thrive despite the major setbacks. I believe we create our futures and that we can make better lives for ourselves and our families. Well, hello listeners and welcome to all you new listeners. I'm so excited about all these new people who are finding the podcast and I hope that you're finding it helpful and uplifting and it's just exciting to see it growing, especially since I kind of took a couple month hiatus there. So sorry if you've been waiting for a new episode. I I honestly was a little bit stuck knowing what to do next with the podcast because it has reached that point where I can no longer do it without some help. So on that note, I have created a Patreon account if any of you want to become patrons of the podcast. The way that you do that is you go to patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash mental health marriage, and you can decide to donate a dollar a month. I was wondering if you could even do like 50 cents. Like the amount is doesn't matter at all because um, my expenses aren't extremely high on this podcast as it's just me. But what it is costing me every month is my time and also there is a fee for being able to keep the episodes on air. And if I don't pay that fee, everything comes down. And we're, we're having thousands of listens every week and I want to keep it up a lot. <laughs> my husband kind of put his foot down. He's like, you need, you need to either stop doing this or, you know, make it financially sustainable. So... Uh, for the first time, I'm coming forward and asking any of you, if you have found this helpful and if it's helped you get through a tough time in your life, consider becoming a patron. That would really help so much. And with that, I couldn't create the account without also linking it to social media. So now, before you couldn't do this, but now you can find me on Facebook, MKC. The way I spell it is E-M and then KC, I spell it K-A-C-E-Y, K-A-C-E-Y. And so you can find me and become friends with me on Facebook there. And if I get enough people, then we can create a group where we can go in and have conversations about the episodes and about things you're all going through. And I think that'll be extremely valuable for all of us who are realizing that we're not alone out there. And, you know, I have things to offer, but obviously I'm only one person. And there may be someone out there who you could connect with who has more experience with the particulars of what you're going through. So that is my hope. So the podcast, I really don't want it to die. So that's why I'm coming forth with a short episode for you today. It's just me today. But this is this topic has been really on my mind for obvious reasons. It's, it's December. It's cold. Um, where I live, it's constant fog, which for me as a typically mentally stable person, like it's still hard. It's hard for everybody despite, you know, what mental problems that you have. So I'll kind of give you an update on my husband right now. Um, he, he had a pretty good year this year, but the last, 
in the last few weeks, he's definitely spiraled. And it's, I know it's because of the seasonal changes. Um, you know, a lot of people struggle with seasonal affective disorder, and that just brings on depression. With him, it's weird. It's just like a, a, a bipolar slump kind of kicks in at this time of the year, and it's, it's pretty predictable. So he's not sleeping well. He has no appetite. I have to force him to eat, and even then he doesn't eat very much. And he starts doing these things to try to help himself feel better because when he's really depressed, he says that too much sleep makes him more depressed and too much food makes him more depressed. So he basically starves himself and doesn't sleep, which to a mentally healthy person is frightening to watch. So yeah, that's fun. We had um, my in-laws over for Thanksgiving and he was lucky enough to have like five days off of work in a row. And I thought that having some time off would help him and maybe he could start turning things around. But it didn't help at all. And he actually was anxious to go back to work today just because it's mentally distracting for him to be at work and he can kind of take his mind off of how depressed he feels right now. So that's really hard. Um, I'll give you an example. Last week when my in-laws were here, they offered to take our girls for a night and you know, typically that'd be so fun. Like, yeah, let's go have a fun couples night and do whatever we want, have a romantic evening, whatever. So there wasn't really too much to do. So we decided to go see a movie and we went and saw a beautiful day in the neighborhood because I wanted to see it. (laughs) And I really enjoyed the movie, but being in front of the bright screen triggered a bipolar um, hypomania for him. And he was miserable the whole rest of the night. He was like wanting to vomit and just, it's like just bugging headlights kind of a feeling. So we got home and he like had to go bury himself in a cave and not talk to me all night. And this kind of a thing before used to really derail me. And I think a lot of the messages I used to tell myself in times like this were, this doesn't happen to normal people. And this is just really dangerous wording that I used to use with myself. Like, in a normal relationship, this night would have been so fun and so romantic. And But my life is different. And I can't have romantic evenings with my husband. And so it would basically turn into this giant game of comparison. And I would always come up short because of my husband's illness. And I will tell you, you end up being, it's a massive pity party. But I'm happy to report, I mean, I was sad because I don't want him to feel bad, but it didn't derail me because I've really come to to see the cycles of his bipolar 2 and I know what it is. It's not him not loving me. It's just he got triggered and there's really nothing we can do about it except for move forward through it. It has nothing to do with how he feels about me. So I got to watch The Crown on Netflix, which is a show I love that he doesn't. (laughs) So I got to get caught up on that, and I had some alone time. I read a book, and it was still a good evening by myself. So I think I just learned to kind of switch into single-person mode (laughs) when he's bad like this. So, yeah, that brings me to the main point of the podcast today is what do we do? Because we ourselves might be struggling at this time of year. 
Um, it's also hard because of the holidays, too. It's like seasonal affective disorder, mental illness being triggered, and you have to perform for all these social functions. So it's kind of a recipe for disaster so much of the time. So I'm going to share with you some things that I do that are helpful and that I've heard that other people do. And number one on the list is I need to exercise a little bit more than normal. Lately, I've been going to the gym three times a week. And, you know, in the summer months and stuff, that's enough for me. And I, I'm pretty busy, so it's hard for me to take the time to go check my daughter into the daycare, blah, blah, blah. But I decided to up it to four days a week just because I definitely notice when I get that workout and in the morning, my mood is boosted immediately during the day. And then on days where I don't go to the gym, I I usually don't do this, but I actually did some yoga at home. And I'm, I'm making sure that I move my body every single day and that helps me honestly that's mostly all I need to make sure I don't get really depressed so that's nice um, another thing that is hard for me to do and that I'm not as good at is to talk to somebody in my life every day besides my husband and besides my kids I do this a lot using Marco Polo because my family and friends are far away I do have friends where I live but sometimes everybody just gets caught up in the hecticness of their everyday. So I'll reach out to my sister or my best friend or somebody. Luckily, I get to a talk, talk to adults in my other job as well. So that helps. But yeah, I can't go through a dark winter day without having a conversation. It's too much. So speaking of dark, this is my thing that I've heard other people do too. But I am obsessed with twinkly lights. We have our Christmas tree up. And then in like four other places in our house, I have hung twinkly lights just because when it gets dark at 4 p.m., <laughs> I need some light. So that's what I do. It really it helps me a lot, and I like to light candles and stuff like that. Um, speaking of lights, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of um, these special fluorescent type, Not I don't know what the lights are, but there's lamps that you use especially for seasonal affective disorder. And they recommend for treatment that you basically sit in front of this light as you eat breakfast. This is a tricky one because I think this would help me. And it used to help my husband. But since he's been more in his bipolar 2 diagnosis and we've figured things out, it actually doesn't help him. It has the same effect as that movie we went to. It kind of triggers mania in him. So that's a little bit frustrating because I, I kind of feel like there's not a whole lot to be done for him right now but if you guys are suffering from seasonal affective disorder and you haven't tried that yet I it's yeah it's really helpful it's <coughs> excuse me it's similar to like going to a tanning booth in the winter which I used to actually do but I don't want to anymore for the sake of skin skin cancer but this light kind of does the same thing without destroying your skin so um so another thing to help, and this is more in relation to what my husband's going through, so this is for all of you out there. Um, right now is hard, and but it helps that my husband and I have had the conversation and just saying it out loud, right now I'm depressed because of the season. And we, we've, we actually had this conversation like now, last night, like this, this is a hard time right now. And I express empathy, like, I'm, I wish I could help you, I'm sorry. And he says, I'm sorry too, I know this is hard for you guys as well. So there's just an acknowledgement of, okay, 
this is happening and we're going to get through it. And that's the nice thing. Before we didn't have like the hope. <laughs> Before it felt like he feels terrible all the time. What do we do? There's no answer. Now we know that it will pass. And that, that in and of itself is very helpful. But just kind of showing each other some empathy. And there's a side to him that comes out right now that's more cranky. He's more short with the kids. He's way less attentive to me. I kind of just feel in these times like I don't exist to him. Uh, that's unfair to say because I, I know he still tries, but it's way less than normal. Like, he's usually super sweet with me. And so now it's just, I just feel like I don't see him. I don't talk to him. And when he's there, he's not really there. And that's hard. But we've acknowledged that that's what it is. It's not lack of love. It's not that our marriage is in trouble. It's just a bad time of year. So I think just saying it out loud is really helpful. And if you have a spouse who's willing to own up to what they're illness is looking like right now yeah it's it's very helpful so um here's a another side note uh, bipolar disorder and and depression like yeah it's just it's hard to deal with and sometimes it's so hard that you don't want to do it at all uh, one my best friend is actually moving her family to california for like a month and a half in the worst parts of december and january and they've never been able to do this before financially, but they're kind of at a place in their lives where, where they can afford to do that and they can work remotely. And she told me that she was doing this and I was like, why have you not done this before? That's the best idea I ever heard of. Moving to a warmer place wasn't really an option for them, but you can temporarily move. They're gonna homeschool their kids just for that time that they're there. And she's going to be able to get some sunshine and some exercise. And for her, that's like the secret to feeling better. So on that note, we are tagging along with them for a week. So in January, we, we get to go get some sunshine and spend some time with friends. And right now, that's like the thing that we're all looking forward to, which is really important. You got to have a light at the end of the tunnel. And sometimes the winter tunnel just seems so long and so overwhelming so not everybody can, you know, get out of their lives and go live somewhere else for the winter. But if you can find a way to create something positive, um, going to a concert, you know, planning an event or even just a short trip somewhere warm, find some deals on flights and get yourself to Arizona. <laughs> I don't know. Wherever you live in the world, there, there are listeners all over the place. It's kind of amazing to see. But yeah. Find find something you can do to get away, if possible. There's just a couple more things. This is going to be quick today, but another one is don't let the bad mask the good. This is really important because I've always been a firm believe, believer of the idea of when God closes a door, there's always a window that's open. And another way I like to phrase this is no matter what phase of your life that you're in, there's always going to be something from that time that you're going to look back on and miss. So what is that thing for you? For me, it's pretty obvious. I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old right now, and they are the cutest darn little things you ever saw. And they are really getting along with each other right now, and they're so excited about Christmas, and it is a complete joy to be around them. Now I say that my three-year-old drove me crazy today, but once her sister got home from school, it was much better. <laughs> But yeah, what is the thing, what's, what's your light in this moment? Because I promise you there's something. 
And if there's not, make something. <laughs> you got to have, you got to notice the positive. It's just that daily gratitude. And if you don't consciously notice it, it may as well not exist. So find out what that is for you. I mean, I have my daughters and I also, seeing my husband struggle, I mean, it's awful and I wish I didn't have to, but it makes me appreciate my own health so much. I am very lucky in that regard, even though you can tell I kind of have a, a throat thing going on right now. So I kind of said something about this next one before, but please remind yourself that nobody is normal. Nobody's life is ideal. There's no such thing. And like I said, if we're glimpsing into people's picture-perfect holiday version of themselves, it's seldom reality. I one of my one of my biggest character flaws, and this doesn't feel fun to admit, but it's something I've struggled with my whole life is in its envy. And 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 it it manifests itself in comparison with me and that can just get so toxic especially this time of year like I saw my cousin's family and they all look so happy and her marriage looks so easy and she see makes being a mom look so easy that's just total lies I just I I hate that that's our nature to just assume that everyone else is fine we're all mortal and we're all struggling with something and every time I hear people being open about mental health, I just want to cheer. I really do think as a society we're getting better at it. But obviously we have a long way to go. So find people in your life who you trust and let's all teach each other about the reality of what we're going through. Let's do it in a positive way to show the humanity in all of us. So that's it. That's all I got for today. But I, I really hope that you guys can find light in your daily lives, even if this is a dark time for you or for your spouse. Um, you can find me again on Facebook, M-E-M-K-C-K-A-C-E-Y. I'll put that on the links in the show notes. And also you can um, email me still at um, mentalhealthmarriage at gmail.com I love getting emails from listeners Thank you, thanks to all of you who have reached out from me to me <laughs> and again um, the Patreon account is patreon.com slash mentalhealthmarriage good luck to you all I'll talk to you next time thank you so much